to another session of Winning Words. This is Ross Jelseth, and today we are going to speak life into you about a very, very important topic. We are headed into the season of Thanksgiving, giving thanks. Today, I want to talk to you about having an attitude of gratitude, an attitude of gratitude. You and I both know, at least I hope you know, I'm pretty sure I know, that we control our attitude. In the dictionary, the word attitude is defined as a feeling or way of thinking about something or someone. Now, something or someone covers a lot of possibilities here. So attitude is a feeling. It's how we think about something or someone collectively. How is your attitude? We'll talk more about that in a moment. Gratitude is defined as the quality of being thankful. It's a readiness to show appreciation for, and it's a appreciation for returning kindness to others who have done good things to us. So gratitude is being thankful, but also showing a readiness to show appreciation for others and to return kindnesses that they have brought to us. Now, let's begin by checking our attitude. When you get in a car, one of the things that you look at, I look at, is the gas gauge. What does the gas gauge show us? Well, it's a visual. And what's your attitude gauge show you? Like the gas gauge in the car, full means we got lots of room to go lots of places. Half full, we can go a ways, but we can't go too far. If we're down to an eighth of a tank, we're going to be a little cautious. We're going to be a little careful. We're going to be a little mindful of where we really need to go. If you were, were to have an attitude gauge built into your body, what would your attitude gauge show? I think it's important that we need to check our attitudes. And the analogy I'd like to share with you today regarding, I think we do have an attitude gauge in our bodies. They're called the heart. The heart of a person comes through so clearly in what we say, do, and think. The heart of a person comes through so clearly to others in what we say, how we think, and what we do. So, this attitude of gratitude, first and foremost, it's how we're feeling about 
things and people. How do you look at things? Is the glass half full? Or are you on the pessimistic viewpoint most of the time of uncertainty and no, there's not enough and I need more and you're in a constant state of angst? Or do you have what I have maintained for years with organizations is to maintain a sweet spirit. A sweet spirit is a smile. It's a sigh. It's a calmness. It's a sense of it's all going to be all right. A sweet spirit is warm to others. It's open to others. It's listening to others. It's not about I have to have the attention on me. Instead, it's what can I do for others? That's attitude. So sweet spirit, warm, and in a position to love, serve, and care for others. Recently, I completed a nine-week series with 10 men of various generations. We called the multi-generational men's group, MGMG. And in that, we studied a renowned author, and the name of the book was The Carpenter, written by John Gordon. The theme throughout the book was love, serve, and care. It was the story, it's the story of two men. One who is a businessman, the midlife, married a couple of children, Life is chaotic, lots of anxiety, uncertainty, worry, constant going, 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 and not sure where he's going. And, and that's the story of Michael. And then the other gentleman, Jay, is the carpenter. Jay's spirit is entirely different than Michael's. Jay is a craftsman. He is renowned for building great furniture and cabinetry and things of that nature. But most importantly, Jay is known for his sweet spirit. He genuinely loves others. He loves to serve others. And thirdly, he cares about others. So I want to pause now and I want to put you in motion. I want you to do something. I want you to grab a pencil if you need to. I want you to list five things for people. Remember, gratitude is being thankful and a readiness to show appreciation. So give yourself a short list of five people and thing or things that you are thankful for. Gratitude, grateful, thankful. And I would challenge you, I would ask you to keep that list in front of you 
throughout this Thanksgiving and this Christmas season that we're about to enter into. And again, as you look at the list, put yourself alongside of the people, put yourself alongside of the things that you are thankful for. And what you'll find is that your spirit warms, your smiles increase, your anxiety decreases. Why? Because you're thinking about others. You're affirming others. You're, you're wanting to be in a spirit of being well-received by others. And you want them to know how good you feel about them. So list five people or things that you are thankful for. Now, for me, I created my list of five, and four of them began with the letter F, not by design, but simply the way that I put them together. And these were, in the first word, my first of the five things that I am thankful for is faith, is faith. I was born into a, a, a home where my parents taught me about faith, faith in God, faith in them, faith in other people, faith in our family. Wasn't a perfect family. We had more than our share of challenges. But for the most part, I look back and my faith was fostered in my childhood home. I remember my mother taking me back and forth and my father to church, to Sunday school, to opportunities, all of which helped grow my faith. And then now, over the course of 70 years of my life, I know I don't look 70, but I am, <laughs> my faith has grown significantly. My journey from being a teenager to a college graduate to a teacher and a coach, then a college football coach for 18 years, then moving into the ministry, my faith has increased exponentially along the way. And I'm so thankful for my faith. Faith is so, so important. If I were to put into a bowl, what, what, what are the ingredients for the best possible outcome? I'm going to cook up a stew. The stew is going to have faith as an essential ingredient. Faith is of the utmost importance. Faith is the evidence of things unseen, meaning you can't see it, but you can feel it, and you believe it's going to be just fine. It's all going to come together. It's all going to work out. The obstacles that are in the way are going to be overcome. You're going to persevere. You're going to press on. It says, uh, my friend Paul in the New Testament says, press on towards the goal of the highest calling, which means you're constantly striving in faith to do better, to reach higher, to achieve more. So faith is the first thing that I'm thankful for in this attitude of gratitude season. 
The second is family. I referenced my childhood family. My sister and I grew up there. She too went on to become a college coach and a high school coach and athletic director. She's led a life of influence over others. And she was raised in that same nuclear family as I. But family also for me extended beyond that to now here I am married and father and grandfather. So it started with my wife, Ronnie. My wife, Ronnie, and I have celebrated almost four decades of marriage. And family starts with her. I'm taping this today on my oldest son, Brandon's birthday. And my wife delivered that first child to our family. Another son, Tyler, born from Again, my wife carried both of those boys, gave birth, and raised them. I helped a little bit. But the significance of my gratitude, my thankfulness to my wife is profound for so much of my life. For her encouragement, for her lift in spirit, for her walking alongside of me. Now I take my, our two sons whom which I am very thankful for, they each have a total of, for us, seven grandchildren. They each have two wonderful wives that are like daughters to me, daughters-in-law, but like daughters to me. I never had girls in our family. We had two sons, but my two daughter-in-laws are now my girls. And I've learned a lot about Raising girls just by being around them. I'm grateful for them. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to have seven grandchildren. We're in a spirit of life right now where those grandchildren are such a blessing. They're high energy. They keep Papa going. But they are a blessing to be around. They bring joy. The third F for me is freedom. And when I look back on my life of seven decades, you know what Ross has had? And I would say it's something that you've had, you have right now. You and I have had, for the most part, the freedom, that's the third F, the freedom to be able to make choices, to make moves, to plan, to envision, to pursue and to achieve. There's been no one holding Ross back. There's been no one saying, no, you can't do that. No government, no boss, no dictator, no tyrant, none of that. Our country, not perfect. I haven't lived elsewhere, been on many mission trips to other countries, but I don't know that there's a better place to live. So let's give the United States of America credit where credit is due. And that goes back to the founding fathers' passion in making the voyage from Europe to the shores of what would become the United States of America. The pilgrims moved forward in faith, but they were looking for what? Freedom. 
And I, for one, have been the benefactor of their quest for freedom. I still have it. There's things in our country I'd love to change right now, but I wouldn't change the fact that we have and we need to cling to, we need to hang on to, and we need to continue to fight for our freedom. And just as a side note, just a couple weeks ago, we celebrated Veterans Day. What's that about? That's about being thankful for those that have served in the military, that have fought for and preserved and protected our freedom. So that's yet one more ancillary part of freedom. I'm thankful. I have an attitude of thankfulness to the veterans that have protected that third F, which is freedom. The fourth F is friends. For me, I can weigh my friends. I can count my enemies. And I'm so thankful I don't know of an enemy. I am so incredibly thankful for my friends. God has been good to Ross. Has God been good to you? Are you mindful? Do you have an attitude of being thankful for your friends. I think of friends dating back to high school. Just yesterday, I was on the phone with one of my best friends in college. We're talking 1969 to 1973. And here we are, 44 years later, talking to one of those college friends. I'm incredibly thankful for my friends that I made in the coaching world, my teaching world. The past few summers, we, my wife and I have had the opportunity to go back to the Midwest, our roots, and see friends <clears throat> that were a part of our early stage of, of marriage. See former players that played for me at North Dakota State. See players and families my first high school teaching and coaching job in Powers Lake, North Dakota. Fond memories. Memories, but friends. Most recently, connecting with former football players at the University of Puget Sound. Nine great years I spent there. I was blessed to be. Talk about opportunity and thankful. I was blessed to be uh, a head football coach at the University of Puget Sound for nine years. And in the last six years particularly, we've reunited ourselves. We've come together for events, for homecoming, for barbecues, for memorial services, and whatever it takes, but the team has rallied. We've come together. I'm incredibly thankful. <clears throat> I'm thankful for all of the colleagues I serve with at Life Christian Academy and at Life Center, where I continue to serve. God has surrounded Ross with wonderful people. So friends, friends like Jerry Corm, for example, who is my best friend. Jerry Corm and I have, I don't know how many things we have in common other than the fact that we are, we're both cut in a leadership and a strive and an ambition and a drive mode. But he's a very wealthy man. He is a man of of uh, tremendous customer allegiance and service. He understands business backwards and forwards. I've been on an entirely different path in life, but you know what? Jerry and I share one thing, our friendship. 
And it's the most important thing I can share with anybody. When I'm around Jerry as a friend, I feel like I get better every time I'm around him. Whether it's for a day or an hour or a 10-minute phone call, which we have several times a a week. So friends are so important. And that is the, the fourth F. My last of my five, and again, I encourage you, who are you, what, what five things or people are you most thankful for and that you can express gratitude for in this season of Thanksgiving and moving into the Christmas season when God gave the most significant gift of all, his son, Jesus. For me, the fifth is opportunities. God has blessed me with multiple opportunities in my life. I look back, Ross Jelseth has led a blessed life. That is my attitude of gratitude. The opportunities that God has given me. I mentioned faith, family, freedom, friends, and opportunities, opportunities to do the things that I felt I wanted to do. And God has blessed those efforts for the most part. So opportunities, and when I look back, sometimes I look and I wonder why I've had so many opportunities. But the reality is those opportunities come out of an attitude of gratitude. Another of my best friends, Doug Burton, his voice greeting is the same every day. It is this, make it a great day. What an attitude filled with gratitude. You can't make it a great day. You can't have that spirit unless you have that sense, that attitude of gratitude and a belief that's all going to turn out just great. Make it a great day. So in closing, I'd like to give you a couple of coaching points. First of all, in order to have an attitude of gratitude and keep it and keep it, you've got to guard your heart. You've got to guard your heart. Simply spoken, Keep your heart away from negativity. Don't let someone rain on your parade. Stay strong. Bounce back. Persevere. But guard your heart. Keep a heart, as John Gordon wrote in The Carpenter, to love, serve, and care. Keep a sweet spirit. Guard your heart. Second, is from Fulton Buntain. He would say this in the Congregation at Life Center. Could repeat it? Still can. Here's what he said. Things you appreciate tend to get better. Things you depreciate tend to get worse. What does that say? There's two paths there. There's the path of appreciation and there's the path of depreciation. The path of appreciation, the spirit of appreciation, things get better because you appreciate 
It's like pouring water on a plant and adding sunshine. Flowers come. What you depreciate dries up. And it dies. The vine withers. The leaves fall off and the plant dies. So things you appreciate tend to get better. Things you depreciate tend to get worse. So I would encourage you to develop an appreciation for the best of life, the best of things. And then catch yourself. Just like I asked you to, if you had a gauge that showed the picture of your heart, your spirit, practice being thankful. Practice being thankful. There's always time to say thank you. There's always time to send a note of thankfulness. And most importantly, there's always room for a spirit of thankfulness, for warmth, for caring, for loving. So practice being thankful. And I close with this. Psalm 118.1 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Last time I checked, forever is a long, long time. That is a significant promise. So as I move you mentally into a position, an attitude of gratitude, as I coach you to use my my profession for so many years as a leader, begin to work on a little bit more every day this attitude of gratitude. And there's no better time then during this season of Thanksgiving, I want to wish you and yours a happy Thanksgiving. I want to wish you and yours a pleasant journey ahead. But again, develop your attitude, that way of thinking about something or someone, and an attitude of gratitude, the quality of being thankful and readiness to show appreciation to others. Thanks for being with us on this yet one additional session on winning words where we speak life to influence others. I would invite you to visit my website at gelsethassociates.com, H-J-E-L-S-E-T-H, associates.com. You'll find information about what our organization does to help people and organizations. You'll find information about buying our my book, Winning Words, Speaking Life to Influence Others. And we've just released a product line of motivational dry fit t-shirts. So all that's available to you. Happy Thanksgiving and God's very best. Thanks for listening in to Winning Words, where we speak life to influence others. God's best to you.